Hey everybody, Orlando has done it again, and I bet you might not be able to guess this one, but stay tuned as we talk about why Orlando is the number one best food city in the country. Hey everybody, it's Kim Hawk, and I'm here in the near Disney YouTube studio. And you might be wondering, what do I know about a foodie city? Well, I know a lot. My husband, Rod Hawk, I remember talking to him about when we heard this announcement yesterday that Wallet Hub had named Orlando the number one foodie city in the entire country for 2023. How a big difference it's been. When we moved here probably 40 years ago, Rod worked for Walt Disney World. He still does, but at that time he was with the convention group. He would sell to convention, convention sales manager. And he remembers when the American Bankers Association wouldn't bring their convention to Orlando because we didn't have enough good restaurants. Well, fast forward and today, what are we looking at? We have been so blessed in that we have this Near Disney YouTube channel and we get to see it firsthand. We concentrate on that 25 mile radius around Cinderella's castle. And let me tell you, when Wallet Hub was looking at their criteria, they were looking for things, they actually looked in 180 US cities and they looked at things like high quality restaurants. Well, for those of you who haven't had a chance, check out our videos on the towns that are around Cinderella's castle. And you're gonna find there's some incredible, incredible restaurants, everything from, you know, when you look at Disney, they have super high-end restaurants, which are phenomenal. Um, but you can also look at things like a chef's table in Winter Garden. You can look at lots of beautiful places that are up and down Sand Lake, which is in Dr. Phillips. There's over a hundred restaurants in that area, you guys. Some of our favorite restaurants that we have visited have been anywhere. A downtown Orlando. Remember, you've got Lake Nona. You have got Celebration Florida. Talk about fantastic, fun places there as well. So then they talked about specialty food shops. If you go to Winter Garden and you go to where the Crooked Can is, you would even be able to go through all these different booths and be able to buy specialty. They even have a butcher that's in there. And then it talks about density of grocery stores. Well, let's check out our Dr. Phillips video because I even make the comment about, I feel like if you throw a stone at any corner and Dr. Phillips, Florida, you're gonna find a cool grocery store. They've got everything from Whole Foods to Trader Joe's, to just Publix, it seems like at every corner, and just a big variety um, that's available to you for your grocery stores. Restaurant diversity. Hey, if you're in downtown Orlando and you're off of Colonial and you get to see some incredible Thai restaurants, we have some amazing, amazing Indian food. I just went to a place called Punjab that was off of 192, not far from Celebration. That kitchen had extraordinary Indian food. And then of course, remember when you go to Epcot Center in Central Florida and you've got World Showcase, think of all the different restaurants that are available to you there as well. You know, you've got France, you've got Canada, you have got Morocco. So yes, we would have a lot of options their craft breweries and wineries. Come on now, we have got that one that everybody knows about in Winter Garden. 
but when you start looking at Claremont and you start looking at some of these other breweries that are available, even I'm seeing some that are over in that Horizon West area. They're popping up everywhere. Now, you're, they said something about number of ice cream shops, frozen yogurt shops. Killwinds is a very loved ice cream parlor. That's even in celebration as well. We always see a line of people trying to get in and out of that area. Coffee and tea shops per capita. Well, we got it here in Central Florida. I can tell you, you know, I know Starbucks was always so popular for so long and we have plenty of those and I love those. Actually, we have one in Celebration, another one right across from Celebration. But we also have these really cool kind of um, niche kind of fun other type of coffee shops that are up and coming. My daughter, Ashley Elizabeth, she'll always want to try those out. So everything from Foxtail to multiple names of other coffee shops, you're going to find a lot of those in the Lake Nona area as well. You know, if you think about Windermere and they have a cute little downtown, they have a wine shop called Tim's Market. And I recall when I was in charge of marketing at Church Street Station that there was a wine, Tim's Wine in downtown Orlando, it's still there, um, but it's so spectacular to be able to walk in and find all kinds of varieties of different uh, wines. And of course, for those of you that watch our show, Cinderella on our team, her husband, Ashley is a wine expert and they created Rosé that has the celebration label on it. And so we have a Wine Down Wednesday show where my realtor dream team, they'll talk about cool things that are happening in Central Florida. It's our market update. So I can see why Orlando, once again, is number one. And I also would like our YouTube producer, Dee, to feel at liberty now to maybe piece in a couple of components of different areas that we've done some video on so you can hear. Maybe you want to hear a little bit about Rocco's Tacos. That's in Dr. Phillips. Rocco's Tacos, which is one of my mom's favorite places. You know, I went to school in South Florida and Palm Beach area, and we had a Rocco's Tacos down there. And I always said that was how I got her down to come see me at schools to go to Rocco's Tacos. And now there's one right here on Restaurant Row. So we <laughs> love Restaurant Row. There's so many options and great places to go. And Yes, absolutely. And, and baby, I really did come down there to see you, but it was nice that Rocco's Tacos was down there. <laughs> It's alive here, it's amazing. This restaurant's got a lot of energy and it's fun. We're gonna show you how they make guacamole table side and it's spectacular. Love, love Rocco's Tacos. If anybody's around Celebration Florida, you'll probably see me at uh, Reggiano's at the Italian restaurant or the downtown diner. Love that place and the town tavern, that's like our cheers. They have the most incredible chowder and they have just a wonderful ambiance and atmosphere there. So hope to see you around town. There's a wine emporium there as well. Now that I think about it, they've got everything covered. Columbia, uh, like they said, Orlando area is the number one foodie city in the entire country and I absolutely agree. So if there's any questions as we are exiting out of this video, give us a call. 1-800-KIM-HAWK. We would love to help you with any of your real estate needs. 
and you will find that I have a great team that you're going to be able to meet as well. Please subscribe and like to the Near Disney YouTube channel and we hope to keep bringing you great content. Congratulations Orlando. Congratulations to all my food and beverage friends that are out there. I'm thinking about Stefan at Disney. So many of you, I know how hard you work and for you to finally be recognized as a wonderful, the number one place for foodie lovers, Orlando, Florida. Thanks so much. Make sure that you subscribe and like so that we can continue to give you up-to-date information on all things that are going around the 25 mile radius of Cinderella's castle, because this is truly a magical place to live. So I wanted to give a big shout out to D. Bellavati, our YouTube producer. I think he did a great job at packaging that. This is brand new news. It was just announced, uh, I believe yesterday, that Orlando, and when I say Orlando, for those of you that live here, you know Orlando is pretty massive. And when we talk about Orlando, we talk about the towns. I usually say a 25-mile radius around Cinderella's Castle. And so what I ended up doing is... I also, while the video was showing, was a lot of times I'll look at TripAdvisor and I'll see what the public is saying as far as their favorite restaurants. And do you guys know what the number one restaurant that people are saying in Central Florida is? I would love to see your comments. And I went to say, Daniela, yeah, that's a great choice. Daniela brings up the Briar Patch restaurant in Winter Park. It's really a cool place. If, for those of you, if you walk up and down the Winter Park area, you're going to find a lot of cool restaurants, but the Briar Patch restaurant is definitely a big winner. And while you guys are putting in your nominations for what you think is the number one restaurant based off of TripAdvisor for Central Florida, I just thought maybe I'd tell you a couple little stories. I have, in fact, worked quite a bit with some food and beverage experts, Emerald Lagasse, for five years. Remember Bam Emerald? He had an incredible restaurant that was in City Walk that I miss quite a bit. Um, he was there for a long period of time. And I'll share with you, he is amazing to watch as he opens up a restaurant. You know, he will tell his staff that he wants, you know, he wants to make sure that they understand how they're going to be washing a dish to prepping the food the whole gamut in order to become one of their executive managers. And so because he walks the walk, I used to have dinners with him as he was preparing for his grand opening where he wouldn't sit down until two o'clock in the morning, so exhausted. And I remember him wanting like mashed potatoes for food. So I thought he could have anything and he has the most incredible food because at that location, I don't know if you know or not, but city walk, which is at universal, there is a tunnel that's underneath of city walk. And so in that tunnel area, he would have these huge vats where he would have uh, wine reduction, you know, so you put bottles of wine in there, reducing that. So he has the most incredible sauces for his meals. And so I really got the experience of being able to be by a master. And I will tell you, he was the most amazing, lovely, wonderful human being as well too. So I would definitely say, even though Emeralds is no longer here now, that probably, yeah, top, top, top of my list. A couple of other ones that I noticed that we probably should talk about, you know, Victoria and Albert's at Walt Disney World is definitely, you know, the Michelin restaurant that people will 
love. If you haven't had that experience, you need to make a reservation and you will not be able to surpass that experience. It's really, really incredible. Some of the other things that were popping up, uh, there's um, a couple of places that I absolutely love. Kabuki, which is off of Sand Lake. If you like sushi, it uh, is actually Turkey Lake Sand Lake Kabuki. I've actually even heard one of the local anchors on the news talking about that that was his favorite place for some food. Amora is over there. And of course, Daniela mentioned the Briar Patch. But let's talk very quickly about what is number one on TripAdvisor. I'm going to pull it up right now so it's still fresh. But it is a place that my best friend, Luann Brooks, loves to go. And so I thought, heck, yeah, it's got some merit there. But um, I'm just going to try to pull it up one more quick time, make sure that it's fresh. Well, as we're doing that, because I want to make sure it's legit, I'm going to look and see what everybody else is saying for their some of their favorite restaurants. Yes, I'm seeing some people talk about the Town Tavern in Celebration, Florida. If you haven't had the opportunity, uh, Susan Bona and her family run that great place. It's kind of like our local Cheers, our local Cheers. And Emerald Lagasse actually went there and fell in love with it as well uh, and talks about their clam chowder. They really have that New England, you know, the, 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 um, the food is incredible. Lobster, lobster, um, is abundant there, but uh, that clam chowder and I think my husband loves the meatloaf. So they've got a nice variety as well there. Okay. So I'm looking, I haven't seen anybody yet that has told me what the number one choice on TripAdvisor is yet. Oh, Michael Fabiani. So good to see you town tavern. There's another vote for the town tavern. Absolutely. So for TripAdvisor, they are saying as of today, which is October 6, 2023, the melting pot, the melting pot. So that is in the Dr. Phillips area. If you haven't had the opportunity, check out our videos on our near Disney YouTube channel. We actually have one on Dr. Phillips, my daughter, Ashley Elizabeth, and I think Rod might be on there as well. We talk about Rocco's Tacos, which is right on the water off of Sand Lake. There's over a hundred restaurants that are there. If you think about how it connects the, um, if, how it connects Sand Lake to International Drive, all those restaurants that are there, you could spend probably a year and dine in someplace different every day. So it's pretty exciting what's going on with Central Florida, especially knowing the story. Hello, Rio. Somebody, hello. Wonderful. Thank you for the hearts on there. Daniela saying she loves the town tavern as well. Yes, absolutely. And of course, you know, when you're looking for a different variety of things, you know, for breakfast, the, the downtown diner in celebration owned by the Perez family, uh, not only is the food incredible and the, the theme is fun, the family is fantastic and they have a really good vibe when you go in there and they do some theme nights as well. Um, some other people had mentioned, I have not been to this place, but Bacan, Bacan, which is over in the Lake Nona area, they have, uh, it sounds like it might have a Latin feel to it. So what else is popping up? Yes, I'm seeing some notes that some people wish Emerald Lagasse was still around. I'm hoping that as well. You know, there is uh, a, a project that is 
going to be built around a billion dollar investment that is going to be across from Celebration Florida. And the idea is they're going to have restaurants and entertainment. And my understanding is it's probably going to have like a country feel. Wouldn't it be fun to have? Do you, who remembers Pleasure Island? Who remembers Pleasure Island at Disney? Remember how much fun it was. It's now downtown Disney, which I absolutely love. But I've, you know, I miss the places like eight tracks where you could go dancing. Uh, they had a place called Mannequins that you could dance. Anybody else remember that? Yeah. Oh, I'm also seeing. Okay. There is a Brazilian teak house at Margaritaville. I think it's called BR77, <clears throat> excuse me, which is in Kissimmee. That's a great point. Thank you for bringing that up, Daniela. You know, over in Margaritaville area, which is not too far from Celebration South of 192, um, which by the way, we have a very cool property for sale in Margaritaville. Remember to give me a call if you have any real estate needs because my realtor dream team can help you on that. There is, oh, steakhouse. I see what you, it's not teakhouse. I got you. It's a steakhouse. Yes. Um, there are a lot of new cool restaurants that are in that area. I know that there's a casual restaurant that Rod and I found that we really like. It's called Lazy Dog Eats. And you know what I love? It's not a chain where you're seeing every corner in Central Florida. This is something that you would drive to this area. They have memberships that you can be involved in, and they have just very an eclectic variety of food that is there. And that is over by where Daniela is talking about BR77, a Brazilian steakhouse, which is Margaritaville in that location. And then, of course, remember when you go to Epcot Center and you walk around World Showcase, anybody have a favorite restaurant over there? Yeah, let me know what your favorite restaurant is. I remember in the early years I had a favorite that no longer is my favorite, changes up periodically, but I don't want to give you my opinion until I hear what everybody else is thinking. But let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah. Yes. So anyway, yeah, Canada, the Canadian Yes, especially if you like steak over at World Showcase, the Canadian Pavilion has got a good reputation. Don't forget to get your reservations over there. And then, of course, you know what they were talking about with Orlando being the number one. That's what we're talking about today. The number one foodie city in the entire country, the entire country. I think Miami was on the list, but below Orlando, uh, Tampa's on the list, but below Orlando, I think they were around number six or number eight. And then you guys with the high speed train coming from Miami to Orlando, it'd be very interesting. I noticed we've started having some more people watch from the Miami area. This might be helpful for you if you're going to come up for the day and you want to have a reservation. So you're going to be at the Orlando International Airport. And then from there, you know, the world is your oyster, literally. We're talking about food today. So you're going to have access to Lake Nona. Celebration's not too far from you. You know, Winter Garden. Let's talk about Winter Garden. You know, when you're talking about food, you you probably, we should also be talking about farmer's markets and people being able to get ingredients so they can cook. And Winter Garden's farmer's market, which occurs on Saturdays, is world-class world class. And by the Winter Garden area, they have the chef's table. The chef's table, they bring a lot of fresh ingredients. Their menu changes weekly. They have an incredible wine list as well. But for those of you that are looking for casual, you know, I remember back in the day, gosh, because Rod and I have lived here for about 40 years, we were excited when we got our first Chick-fil-A. 
Anybody have a favorite fast food location that you like? Yeah, I'm looking to see if anybody's picking their fast food areas. Any favorite Chinese restaurants? You know, I saw something on the celebration front and back porch where people were talking about some of their favorite restaurants. And I can also say, I know when ownership changes over that um, people are going to want to try to revisit a restaurant. I know there's a place called La China that was in celebration that I would say with the new ownership. I'm going back there now to get some Chinese food. Ah, Daniela, great one. Look, Creperie in Paris. Yes, yes. Where else in the United States would you have so many choices? I love the fact that a lot of restaurateurs, what they'll do is if they have a new idea, they will open up a restaurant in Central Florida because they realize that we have tourists from around the world that come in and they're going to probably get their best feedback in regard to how to tweak the restaurant, see if it's going to be successful before they start rolling it out. Right. Rod, my husband has been showing me some stories um, that have been on TV where how different chains have started. And it's been really interesting. I do know, in fact, now, when somebody's in the food and beverage business, it's one of the more difficult, more difficult businesses to be in. You know, it's it's a grind. So you've got to really love what you do. And then hopefully you've got a team of people that you love that are part of your team and you're putting on uh, your, your best foot forward and then you are successful. But I give a lot of credit to people who do this because, you know, when they're not serving, they're usually cleaning and prepping for the next day. And it doesn't seem like they get a day off. And the chefs that are behind the um, behind the grills and the heat on hard surfaces, I really give a shout out to them. I am not a good cook. You know, it was kind of a funny thing that I had the opportunity to work with Emerald Gossi because I learned a lot. But obviously, I wasn't cooking. He probably wouldn't even let me close to the stove, but I did learn that I see people that are working super, super hard. So these servers that are out there, please, when you, especially when you get good service, please make sure that you tip them very well because it is a very hard business to be in. And when you get some, especially some incredible ones, you want to make sure that they're taken care of. Oh, and I see coming yeah, My kids can't wait for Wawa sandwiches. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yes, there's uh, some talk that possibly Wawa might be coming into celebration. We'll see if they do. But Wawa sandwiches, that's that's very good. You know, because this criteria that they were talking about was also, you know, it could be ice cream parlors. It could be how many grocery stores. If you, like I said, if you get a chance, please look at our videos that we talk about in the community. Uh, Dr. Phillips, I feel like every corner had a grocery store, everything from Sprouts to Whole Foods to the market to Publix. And so we are not lacking in grocery stores. And now, you know, we've gotten to the point too, if you need groceries brought to you, you know, I know Publix able to uh, um, grab your food and get it to you so that you're not even going out. I'm hoping more and more people are feeling comfortable with being out and about. The weather was absolutely beautiful today. There's rumor that maybe even next week in Florida and early in the morning, it might drop down somewhere into the 60s and cool things off. What? Now we're starting to get into the Chamber of Commerce weather is when everybody wants to be in Central Florida. Danielle, Kilwin's ice cream. Absolutely. So Kilwin's, I think the first Kilwin's ice cream we had might have been in St. Augustine. For those of you that want a day trip, from uh, Orlando area, 
if you haven't had the opportunity to go to St. Augustine, which is touted as America's oldest city, they have a Kilwins there, but they also have some restaurants. I remember La Collage, which is extraordinary. It looks like it's in a historic home and they only have about 10 tables and the food is really incredible there. I remember there's a, a popsicle place there. It's just so much, so much variety. Well, anyway, this show is making me very, very hungry. <laughs> and I hope you guys have enjoyed it. If anybody ever has any questions, especially, you know, there are people that sometimes will say, hey, I want to live close to a restaurant. We actually had some people that wanted uh, when they were looking in a town, the town of Celebration, they wanted to be on the side of Celebration that was closest to Dunkin' Donuts because they liked that coffee there. And that was part of their routine part of their lifestyle. So we concentrated on only looking for property that was in the North Village Celebration just because of that. So we want to know that kind of stuff for everybody. That's what we want to know. Well, I'm going to start getting ready tomorrow. If you are around, which would be October 7th, there is a porch and yard sale in the town that Disney built called Celebration Florida. Everybody is welcome. It's from 8 a.m. until 2 p.m. It's actually on my birthday. Guess what I'm doing on my birthday? I'm going to be out doing the yard porch sale. So please stay tuned. Please make sure on uh, Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. you check in my realtor dream team. They do a central Florida market update for everybody. I learn a lot from them. And then on Mondays, if you are interested specifically on celebration, I do a show on oh thank you for my birthday wishes. Thank you. Thank you. Um on Mondays, I do a show Monday night that talks about what's coming up in the town that Disney built. And I also will talk about what the marketplace is doing. I will share with you, I still think it is a seller's market right now in Central Florida. Everybody wants to live here. And I completely understand that. So call me if you have any questions about why there's other reasons why you want to live here, tax reasons, the whole gamut. I'm here for you, but otherwise enjoy your weekend and hopefully you will uh, catch up with us on the near Disney YouTube channel. Take care. Bye-bye.